Last time on Good Neighbors. The gang looks for answers from their points of contact. The other monster hunting organizations have adopted a stop-and-listen strategy to prepare for the worst of the nightmare comment. Cassius and June suspect a spunky news personality and plan to go live on the show to save the town. Meanwhile, Flint and Beck encounter mesmerized, hostile civilians on the edge of Constance, and something has set fire to the surroundings. find ourselves at the local broadcast station where uh, Cassius and June are presumably standing outside uh, as uh, people are filtering in and out with a lot of local news going on. There's a lot for people to be paying attention to, and they're trying to capitalize on it as best they can. People who aren't really normally full-time reporters, people who uh, maybe come in for the evening shows and things like that are all here, uh, or they're really just coming in and out of here, try and get their hands on the scoop trying to, to get in those those good good ratings while there's crazy shit happening in town. What are you two up to? Alright, so obviously I've got to talk to this broadcaster, get on TV with her, and, and do all this stuff. Do you do you want to be nearby? Do you want to be searching the offices in case they have any info on it? I don't know if she's really a suspect or not. But... I, uh, I do think magic tends to fuck with delicate machines and i feel like there might be a lot of uh delicate stuff in the studio but yeah i'll try and i don't know scope out her office maybe okay okay uh i think i can probably get us in you know i'm sure both of us can if i can't let's uh anything else you think we need to plan before we go in or uh, I don't know. If you get a bad vibe offer, uh, let me know, and we'll uh, maybe try and. Uh, I'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't sound fucking weird, but get her alone and talk to her. Okay. We'll see what I can do. Let's uh, let's focus on um, getting in there. Uh, I assume you pass through the the main doors uh as uh, and as you do so there's of course a security guard and a clerk at the desk who uh assume you'll talk to them right out yeah. the gate if you don't they will flag you down yeah i'm gonna like walk up and be like hi i'm picking up my badges i'm a guest i'm supposed to be on the show tonight uh who's doing a promo name? spot um god fuck what was the name i had i remember the whole name of the movie <laughs> but i can't remember the fucking name of the uh, jake gyllenhaal no, 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 it was the... I had, like, a producer name. Well, Cassius would know, so feel free to just make it up now, and we'll retroactively make it the case. Yeah, let me write it um, I'm Steve Sherman. Uh, a classic Steve, name. Yeah, Steve Sherman. I'm here to pick up my badge. Uh, my, the, you know, a publicist should have spoken to you. Uh, we, we were here to do a promo about a film that's related to the uh, Pose comment, so you guys wanted to... You reached out to our guys, and, and we... Said we wanted to do just a little promo on your show. Uh, we've got an event tonight. 
for the uh, uh, public good. You got? Do you have the pass, or uh, should I just keep talking? Well, I, uh, I'm not seeing you on our our list here. Can you roll me a little Jessica Jones entry? Yes, please. Oh, thank you. This is a minus one, I assume, as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's operating at like less than great mental capacity right now. Good thing I keep rolling well. It's a six and a three plus three is twelve minus one is eleven. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. And uh, the options for that. Can you go ahead and read those off for me, please? Yes. Um, I rolled a ten plus, so I pick three. You don't leave any trace of what you search. You find what you wanted. You find something else that's important. You don't piss anyone off. You aren't recognized. So I think number one, aren't recognized. Seems good. Um, if I pick like find what you wanted, would that maybe apply to when June is searching, or is this specifically me? I think it's more specifically you. But if you want to make that, you get on the call or you get on the phone, not phone. You get on the show with uh, Carla Matsigo. That seems fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then find what I wanted and don't piss anyone off. Seems like the next best. So don't piss anyone off. Seems good. Okay. Uh, they, uh, the clerk seems so upset that they uh, somehow missed your, uh, your, your cards. They, they, that it somehow didn't get entries. That, you, of course, you did. We, some things just get lost in the shuffle. Uh, I'll get you everything right away. Thank you. Sorry. Um, and they like run out to go get you uh, guest passes. Cool. And eventually, she comes back with them and has lanyards and. Uh, she's like, you know, if you want, you can use our coffee machine or anything. Uh, it's over on the table there. Totally free on us. Um, and I uh, want you to come again. And uh, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Uh, and then I'm just going to brush past and try to go find Carla. Okay. And June, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going to take my pass and uh, just like dip off down a hallway. Uh, it is it is moving fast in here. People are all over the place trying to get uh, everything in order, trying to uh, get the fastest reports on like local crimes. Uh, keep like a, a 24 hour watch in the comet. Uh, best places to watch the comet with a romantic interest, like much of you know a mix of like actual news and then like Buzzfeed stuff. Uh, and yeah, what are you what are you trying to do here? Uh, I want to find Carla's office. Okay, uh, it's not terribly hard. Uh, it is locked. Uh, but, you know, there's, like, uh, an array of, like, spokesperson, you know, glass-paneled wall office with curtains and things like that. That is clearly hers. It's marked. It has, like, you know, the golden panel. Um, I'll teleport through the door. Okay. Act me, uh, do you give me an act of pressure to not get caught doing this? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, I rolled great. Uh, that'll be an 11. Okay. Uh, people are bustling through here constantly. Uh, they're, you know, people coming in and out to give their reports to PAs trying to uh, get people coffee and all those things. How do you avoid everyone's attention? I think I just uh, dip off into uh, a doorway or something and I go down to act as if I'm tying my shoes, even though I'm wearing high heels, and then just like time it to teleport when no one's looking at me. All right. Uh, I think there's some people being like, wasn't there some. And then you hear, like, Johnny, get down here. What are you doing? And yeah, they have to not think about it any further because they have a job to do. And you're in. Uh, it's pretty clean in here. Uh, there's people's, uh, like, requests. She has, like, a lot of clipboards and things. Uh, it's pretty organized all together. 
altogether a nice place. Uh, clearly knows your stuff and is doing a lot of work today. Uh, even though the door is locked, I'm going to take a chair and jam it under the door handle. Okay, fair enough. Uh, doesn't yeah, it doesn't require anything. You can just do that. Yeah, I, someone shows up with the keys. I don't want them getting in. Um, and I'm going to try to observe another time. Okay, to when? And, uh, when the the night where all the spooky stuff started happening. Last night. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, is there a specific, like, like, right when you woke up from your nightmare? Probably, right? Uh, I think, but, like, I want to start the, the, the video, as it were, the metaphysical tape, uh, like, a little bit before that. For and sure, then for kind sure. of watch through. Okay, go ahead. Uh, give me a little, uh, use magique. Uh, so June, uh, takes off a necklace that they are wearing and it's a, uh, like a bronze cast bird skull on a purple, like wire wrapped around a purple gemstone. And then it has two white gemstones on either side. And they kind of start, uh, holding it in their hands by the like leather cord and spinning it and chanting as they cast this spell. Alrighty. Uh, that's going to be a seven. Uh, a seven. Choose a glitch. Uh, we got, of course, you know the ones. Yep. Uh, the effect is weakened. The effect is of a short duration. You take one harm, ignore armor. Your magic draws immediate unwelcome attention and has a problematic side effect. Uh, give me one harm, baby. A classic. You have a harm. Love it. I think your uh, like eyelids start to burn a little bit as you start to see into the past. As you see this sort of psychic imprint of what once was. All right. Uh, and you, you look into the past. Uh, it is blurry. It is uh, uncomfortable. Uh, you can, uh, when you see hours and hours ago, uh, still earlier today, uh, you see uh, Carla sitting in her office uh, having a cigarette and a coffee. Seems perfectly awake. She is a morning show person. Uh, so that's not necessarily suspect, but maybe today I would say that it probably is. But also on the edges of your vision, as you are looking into the past, you can see these like, like long streaking, like dark little lines, these like sort of ethereal movements, sort of like, like water currents, but not really there, like as if smoke had water currents, that kind of thing. And it's not abundantly clear if that's, like from your own brain doing that, if something the comet's doing, or if that's something that's just physically there. Um, and you said she's what, just having coffee and a cigarette? You said at the moment, yeah. Oh, I mean, she has like her her. She's like doing her work, right? Okay. She's got like papers on her desk and everything. Do I see where her pack of cigarettes is? Uh, probably just hanging out in like her blazer. Okay, that means it's not in her office to steal. A bummer. Um. And there's these streaky lines. Okay. Uh, cool. And she doesn't look like she's doing anything mystical. She's just doing paperwork. Yeah, I think more than anything, the concern is just that she seems fine right now. Yeah. Do do I know if the comet has come at this point uh, with me watching? Uh, I think uh, maybe it's been discussed prior to... But it had, it had started by the time that everyone had already been... like When, when everyone had like fallen asleep and eventually uh-huh. woken up, 
they, it had been active for a little while, so it's probably so uh, active right now. Okay. Um. All right. I'll pull myself. If you want anything, if you would like, you may roll investigative mystery oh, if there's anything okay. you're trying to get more more formally. But this is what cool. I can give you on base level. This is what you can see. Uh. That's going to be a seven as well. Remember that you uh, you have a minus one ongoing yep. from the uh, from the nightmare scenario. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and uh, what the hell happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? That one. What is being concealed here? Uh, uh, this whole room had been silent, right? Like she's just been sitting there doing her work. Um, but as she is like uh, uh, like taking notes and, and not talking to one, and, uh, her room is bugged. You can tell that like the bureau probably suspects her of something. She's not one of theirs. And that she is like writing something on the paper to avoid them hearing her, uh, when, whatever she's saying. And that someone also is probably able to observe what she's doing, what she's writing, so that they can kind of keep track or she can communicate with that person that way. Like she's doing some kind of covert message sending by simply being able to write on this paper. Uh, with my ability to observe another place, can I shift my view to try and read what she's writing? That would have been a different question. Okay, gotcha. I will snap out of this and start looking around the office to see if I can find what she was writing. Okay, I think with that we'll cut over to Cassius as he is... Uh, I think you're we're with view behind like you know how on, on sets there's like the off area where you can see all the cameras and stuff <laughs> and mics and whatever and then there's the the set stage building or not building like construction <laughs> everyone kind of sits at when it's their turn to talk. I think uh, we can see that Carla's kind of having her makeup done up uh, and everyone's checking everybody's mics and things. Um, and and yeah, it's your intent to talk to her live and ask her questions. Uh, I think Cassius would like to kind of catch up with her before we shoot and then like he's gonna try to match up his questions so that he can like get a vibe for her first and then on air in case he fucks up in the conversation beforehand be public so that like if if somehow he gives himself away in this little pre-interview uh immediately after she has to be on air so she'll either get distracted and forget about it or just not be able to act on it yet um, okay. to buy myself a little safety. So he's going to try to get over to her before we air real quick. Okay. You find what you're looking for. You're more than welcome to go over and talk to her. She's, you know, got people near her <laughs> to like help her up, touch everything up. But otherwise, you can talk to her all, all, all the same. Uh, I think she's going to walk and be like, Carla, baby. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's great to see you. Uh, I know there was a mix up. haven't seen a... you since the past. How you doing? It was, it was a mix up, I know, with the scheduling. I'm sure they didn't brief you. I just figured I'd come over and introduce myself. I'm a big, I'm a big name in the uh, Hollywood, you know, business, but I don't expect you guys to know to see me that. here. Uh, That's you know, a, I'm, you know I'm, small uh, towns. Behind the scenes more anyway, so you know, if you don't read the full credits, you don't really see the names anyway. Just beside the point, I just wanted to come talk to you, see what you do. You look you look vibrant. You look like you're doing great. I, I, don't, I don't... I am glowing. Today is moving so quickly and excitingly. Huh. My gosh, yeah, you, you've been up for quite a while, huh? I like it. I'd imagine you, uh, uh, 
you folks have been working quite a- how do you keep the energy up i, I mean i can't i'm gonna like yawn well, you know. and be like, like I'm, I'm a little tired myself you know i just i'm, I'm getting on planes and off planes a lot so of course of course big you know big productions and all of that you know i mean you know i uh, i exercise every day you know that's part of keeping it tight uh, you know, every single day, so you got to get start working out. I eat really good food. I do yoga every morning. I do meditations, uh, and she's just kind of like listing off just like a bunch of like health oh. person stuff. Carla, darling, I'm, I'm I do most of my business in LA. If you could get me with any of that untapped nutrition bullshit, I I, I would uh, uh I'd be a penniless man long ago. Uh, you gotta have some more secret there. You know what I mean? Like, what you go to spas? What do you do? Uh, is there a move you're trying to use here? I think I'm gonna. I'm basically trying to do um, one more thing with okay. the intention of being like, um, what's something you didn't want me to notice, and or uh, like, uh, were you lying? If I can get her to say something incriminating enough, but mm, okay, uh, uh, go ahead, give me a roll. Uh, it's an eight. <laughs> yeah, I guess what's something that you left out that you didn't want me to notice makes the most sense. Uh, I can keep role playing a little bit if you want to uh, uh, do it in combo. I, th- I, I think it's less of her talking, and it's more the fact that she's clearly trying to talk around it. Mm. Uh, Flint does all of the things that she talks about, and he doesn't seem fine. Uh, so clearly, none of that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think um, as she is kind of, kind of, you know, Ritson and Raven here uh, with all of this spunky energy. I think the the bit that uh, pings on your radar is just that, like. She's not, she hasn't, she hasn't gotten like the makeup around her eyes that she's not covering up in any way. Um, she's not using some sort of strategy. She seems genuinely resistant to the effects of the, the comet. Like whatever it is doing to people does not affect her. And she is aware of that. Okay. Uh, but is trying to be like, I don't want anyone to pick up on that. So okay. I'll talk about my health regimen, you know, the whole time. Okay, cool. So she's like actively. She's aware of what it does yeah. and knows that it doesn't do anything to her. Okay. Okay. Well, well, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but, uh, um. Oh, that's all right. Look, you can take up as much of my time as you like, but we, we do have to get on this, the, uh, the show just real soon here. Yeah, no problem. I got to go, uh, a shadow box over there. It's kind of my pre show warm up. So, uh, just, uh, I'll see you on air. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she starts doing weird vocal exercises, uh, just she's seen in movies. Uh, and she, uh, I mean, you're welcome to come on air with her uh, if I you want to do that. I think if I do, do I have a little bit of time before then? Sure. But she she's on there now. Like she gets she's like ready for it to start. OK, cool. Uh, I think maybe if she has like, is it possible that the show has like an intro that she does before I get introduced or like she mm-hmm. has to do a little bit? Yeah, that seems fair. I think he's going to wait for her to be on air and like kind of go off to a place that's like in the corner, but you can still see her, but no one else will like hopefully notice him. He's going to open his suitcase and look at Gert and try to make contact with her to see if maybe she is something that she like she has some mental protection or something that um, would explain, uh, you know, like if, if she's something that else that she's not, you know, mm, that I sure. wouldn't be able to perceive without a little bit of psychic awareness. Go for it. Roll me weird. This is where I'm going to fuck up. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a four. Brilliant. Cassius. Uh, not only does this nightmare manifest, it manifests from a genuine psychic occurrence. 
Uh, so this is probably going to be pretty bad for you. Yeah. Uh, tell me how it manifests physically and psychically, this, like, this drowning sensation, this, uh, the waves crashing around you, you being unable to move, stuck in your chair or table, wherever you're sitting, uh, as this nastiness un- awakens on you. Uh, I think as he's, like, tuning into the, to the psychic world, uh, maybe they have, like, a canned applause. And, like, I don't know if you've ever heard, like, lots of applause uh, sort of at the back of your hearing, but, like, if there's a lot of applause and you can't hear it very well, it can sound very easily like waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think as he's, like, locking into this highly sensitive psychic, you know, mindset, all this, like, wave starts to, uh, over the sound of waves kind of overcomes him. And, like, being in this psychic place, he can't really move at all, so he's just, like... In this place where it just amplifies and amplifies and amplifies, because it's like psychic brain just hyper focuses on it, and you can't get over anything other than that. For so. sure, uh, Cassius, you take two harm, ignore armor as this like psychic disturbance starts to like really rack your brain. Uh, not my armor, and you have yeah, right. Uh, I, I don't know why I bothered adding that. Co- <laughs> it ha- no one has any. Uh, uh, as uh, as your brain starts to like. I really give you like this terrible migraine that you can feel this like psychic pain and for you it feels real mm-hmm. um and you are kind of frozen there as we hear uh mr sherman welcome welcome mr sherman cut the tape uh outside as they are like waiting for you to come on and you've like missed your entrance by like a little bit uh and you have a, a minus one ongoing with like charm rolls against these people for a little while okay because uh, you've just ruin their, their start here. Am I uh, able to snap out of it in time to still yeah. have a segment? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are going to be clearly a little hostile here. Alright. Uh, I'm going to like jog on stage finally and be like, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's my fault. I, uh, as I like get on stage, I'm like, I've just been in a recent accident. Yeah, I had to call my doctor called. As I'm going to like indicate towards my arm and be like, I didn't mean to uh, hold up your show, but... Um, Hello, everyone. Hello, America. Hello, Constance. My name is Stephen Sherman. I am sure they've introduced me, but I am here for a uh, production uh, called um, Farms Long Klondike's uh, uh, Eternity. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) It's a rough day for all of us here on set. Yes, like I said, I had to speak with my doctor. I'm just switching my brain uh, around a little bit as we speak. Yes, so uh, this is a prominent film. I'm sure many of you, you folks at home have heard of us. Uh, and uh, uh, you may be wondering all these strange occurrences, you know, how many of them were the movie, how many of them are just genuine. I gotta tell you, it's a surprising amount of it. It's just our movie. Um, but I don't want to tell you to distrust your news sources. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, you know, there's a reason we started filming right before Poe's comic came here. You know what I mean? We're, uh, we're really looking to set an ambiance here. We're low budget. We're indie. We're gorilla. So really what I'm on this show right now, right here today to ask you to do today is uh, help take part in this film. Um, this is a great opportunity for all of you. As you may have heard, we have a mystery famous actor in our uh, 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 production, which I'm not allowed to disclose for legal reasons. He, he has signed an NDA, as have I. You know, there's legal 
uh, ramifications for that. You're the one who's putting all the posters around town. Oh, yeah, me and my very extensive production crew. I mean, like I said, guerrilla filmmaking. I think you can, the TVs are on everywhere in this studio. And as uh, Carla says that, you can want, says, like, you're the one putting the posters around town. You can see her expression just like, yeah, drop. Oh, I felt it. To, uh, <laughs> I felt it. to like, being, being like this cheery, like, hi, to, mm hmm, that kind of deal. And, and so, yes, Carla, I'm, I'm glad you've noticed. I'm glad that all of us here have uh, heard of this production and the effects are already rippling through our community. And let me tell you, they're going to continue to ripple through this community. Uh, lots of people are going to be brought here. Absolutely. The, the farms along Klondike's eternity, it's going to be having lasting effects on everyone in this town. Um, and so you're going to want to be a part of this production. So what? Here's what I I'm certainly do. Here's what I'm going to ask for you folks, the folks home in Constance. Here's what I need from you folks. Tonight, and in the next few nights, this this whole time that uh, Poe's Comet is flying over us, this is the main time of our shoot. So here's what I need you folks to do. As we are a guerrilla filmmaking operation indie, we're going to be using mostly natural lighting. So, as we're filming the chase scenes throughout these next few nights, I need everyone in Constance to turn your lights on. If you want to see this mysterious actor if you want to see them coming down your street if you want to see yourself in the background i need you to turn your lights on i need to light constants with a lot of natural light and if your street's dark we're not gonna come down it i need you to guys to understand that i want to give you the opportunity to be a part of this product production and and this is really a movie it's not about constant but it's about people it's people you can find in any american town and, and I know you people are going to show up for us tonight. If you want to see this this famous Jake, uh, I, I'm sorry I let it slip. I didn't. I, I mean, there's a lot of famous Jakes, but um, uh, if you want to see Jake come down your street tonight, make sure it's lit up. Call your congressman. Call your police. Tell them to get the streets lit up. Tell them that tonight and the next few nights, Constance is partying, but very quietly because we need to protect our sound. I can't. I can't. You know, the sound department's very. Uh, you know they're, they they're, they'll get on my back. We can't be too loud, you know. But you know, just keep your eyes outside. Keep your eyes on each other. Also, um, very improv based. Uh, this is a very um, it's a, it's what we would call in the business an immersive project. So we have some paid, wow. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's very impressive, isn't it? So we've got some paid actors that are going to be coming through town. Um, they'll be in some spooky getups. They'll be in some scary ghoul costumes and such. Um. Now, they're trained in method acting. You know, it's controversial. Oh, you'll love to see that. I know, but they're not going to break a character. So I, what I need you folks to do is make sure that you have like a baseball bat or something. Um, and if they come oh, into I your thought. home, they've all got GoPros on. So uh, they'll be filming themselves on these GoPros and in these uh, uh, old drones. They have a lot of drones following them around. So if they come into your house, you're in the movie, you've made it. Thank you for turning on your lights. And what I need you to do is act along. Don't break character. Don't break the scene. If they come into your house, beat them with a baseball bat. That's all I'm saying. Hit them. I'm giving you full license. They've signed the waivers. So if you see anything looking like a monster, either run away looking scared, hit it with a bat, do whatever you got to do. The scene is going to be authentic. Just, you know, don't touch any Jake's. You know, he's got a lot of insurance. So I... Bullet points. Lights Jake up. is very litigious. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the bullet points. Tonight and the next few nights, keep your lights on. 
stay vigilant. Watch out for our uh, our uh, uh, random random roving uh, bands of uh, immersive actors, and enjoy it. Like live in the movie. You're all part of Farms Along Klondike Mohawk. Klond Klondike Eternity. Sorry, like I said, we're all having a rough day. Exactly. Uh, well, most of us. Uh, I'm gonna most of us. Her. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, but you know. Everyone's days turn around. Sometimes you start with a great day and it turns real bad. Sometimes it starts real bad and it turns good. Tonight, I have a feeling it's going to be great. We've all had a rough night. These next few nights, just going to get better. Well, for most Just going to get better. For most of us. Uh, June, while this... Uh, Cash, just go ahead and roll me manipulate a person to, to get yeah. the general public. Uh, yeah, June. it's going to be let's get out of here, but it's the same. Or, I would like oh, to sure. let's get out of here if possible. It's basically the same thing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, June, this whole fucking mess <laughs> while this is happening. You are conscious, aware, and able to act. Uh, what are you doing during this time? And if you are trying to ca help Cassius or do your own thing here, what are you what are you up to? Um, I am trying to see like if she's writing to communicate to someone else watching, I'm going to try and see if I can find those notes. Right. Uh, that's fair. Go ahead and, and give me just an investigative mystery. I think I'll I'll do that. We'll kind of. So I know you said it's a minus one from that nightmare. Does that make it mm -hmm. a cumulative minus two? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be an eight. Okay. Uh, hold one. Uh, do you need me to redo the list again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Or in the new moves? Where the fuck is it? Uh, how is this phenomenon doing this? What could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? How far does this effect reach, or what will be affected next? I'm going to ask uh, one that if you feel like narratively doesn't make sense, that's fine. But I'm going to ask what sort of creature is it? For sure. Uh, you can see... Uh, uh, that she's writing like, uh, like a, basically assurances. Like, yes, I've got my, my, uh, you know, my earplugs in. Uh, yes, I've been doing the regiment. Yes, I've been, uh, you know, drinking my 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 coffees and. <sighs> yes, uh, and she just looks uh, kind of like annoyed, um, or it, based on her like little scribblings here, you find it just like in the trash. Uh, like she hadn't really taken a lot of measures to get rid of it because really, who would think anything of this normally? Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think as you are, are reading through it, and she she talks about like cover, making sure that she can't hear anything, uh, that wherever she is, they make sure to broadcast uh, something. Uh, just says yes, we are. We know we're doing the broadcast. Um, that the what sort of creature is it? The thing they're talking about is some sort of mesmerizing. And she mentions like, yeah, yeah, I'm staying inside. Uh, flying creature best guess it's not a siren right because sirens are aquatic so it must be some sort of avian equivalent something that can sing to the general public and basically wipe their brain and that she knows to avoid it and that it's doing something that she wants it to do but other people are communicating for her that she should be avoiding it while it does its thing hmm yeah. Um, I'm going to take the trash can 
and um, I'm going to light one of my own cigarettes, and uh, I'm going to try and light the stuff, the like paper and stuff in the trash can on fire by like with the cigarette. Um, okay. My thought is I want to set off the fire alarm, and if uh, rather than trying to light it magically, I'm hoping that it will maybe be blamed on her because she was smoking in her office earlier. Um, so, like, maybe she was careless and just kind of tossed her cigarette into the trash can. It lit these papers on fire. But I want the fire alarm to go off. Um, I don't think any any role is necessary here because you have time and the supplies to do it. Yeah. And then... My plan from there is to, in the bustle of people leaving, uh, try and fucking tackle this lady with catches and, like, pull her away from the group leaving the building. Okay. Cassius, what'd you roll? So here's the thing. I rolled a four, but I'd like to use a luck. Very good. Um, okay, okay. And, and since it's a luck for... Um, uh, let's get out of here. It'd be protect someone. So the additional ones I want to choose are all impending danger is now focused on me, which I think is appropriate having antagonized her. And then I want to do you hold the enemy back as part of the lighting and the instruction for tonight, as well as since I chose the Jessica Jones entry of not being recognized and not pissing anyone off, maybe being able to hold her off for a little bit um if i need to escape because they have this fake name and they don't no one really recognizes who i am actually um so what do you what do you mean hold her off like if she's going to try to come at me because all impending danger is now focused on me that since if i can get away from this place since i'm not recognized i might be able to have a little bit of a head start at getting away from her if she were to try to uh, come after okay. me but sure. mostly mostly I want to focus on holding the enemy back in the sense of all the lighting and the that stuff for the few nights. If it's choosing for one sure. or the other, then I'll, I'll take yeah, her yeah, back yeah. to me. For sure. Uh, we uh, we see the TV screen of Cassius giving this weird uh, let people into your homes movie speech. Uh, and we see like fucking tired but baffled but curious uh the general populace of constance who's been subject to like absolute bullshit for the past couple months uh and sitting there like what else could go what 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 more could constance want from us sure uh they all kind of have this collective yeah. fine why not <laughs> uh in their own homes as uh, they start turning on lights, and it's fucking like maybe noon at this point. Uh, as uh, Constance lights up a little bit because it's sunlight out mm -hmm. right now, but you know it lights up. As you uh, finish this speech, we see the sprinklers rain down on the entire set, and you hear cut and son of a bitch. This is thousands of dollars of equipment. Are you kidding me? Whoever did this is. As uh, uh, people start raging around the building to, one, get everyone out because they have, you know, contractual safety laws, but also find out who did this uh, as, as it, you, you guys start to bustle out. 
Uh, and I think that's an appropriate time to cut over to Flint and Beck with the world on fire. Uh, ghouls nearby and the general public wondering what the fuck is going on. I know that we play with loose numbers a lot of the time, but can we get, like, an idea of, like, how many bystanders there are and then how many, like, quote-unquote zombified people there are? Sure. Uh, There are, like, roughly, like, six or seven just trying to pass her by, but that, that number is going to grow for as long as this situation persists because people can't resist looking at terrible stuff. Uh... There are like 12 mesmerized people right now. Only two of them have caught up to you guys because they are just physically more fit and were able to get there. But uh, it doesn't seem like they are afforded any special powers by this situation other than the fact that they will ignore pain, kind of. But they can still get hurt. Right. And we're both still in the burning building? Yeah, but the walls are coming down. So, I mean, it's getting easier and easier to get out. What did the two of you do? I want to try to use magic to banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. This never works, but it feels weird if the character doesn't try. <laughs> sure. Uh, also, doesn't cast out evil do the same thing? I, right. I, I think cast out evil is more like it teleports a monster somewhere else. Right, right, right. I don't right. think it's Yeah, these guys aren't the monsters. No, I figured these have been like mi- created to be minions or something. Okay. That's fair. Go for it. I rolled a. Do we take negatives? Doesn't matter. Uh, any that have persisted from before. Yeah, I think it's or, it's a six. A six. Yeah. Uh, Flint, can you help out in any way? Uh, yeah. Let me roll to help out. Uh, Beck, what does it look like as you're casting? What's the mistake? And Flint, how do you fix it? If if you succeed, of course. That's a uh, plus cool. Mm-hmm. So with the minus one plus one that I, oh no I don't have the plus one because this isn't best way in or best way out or you also had best way to protect the victim so I'd call that fine. Okay, so I still do have the plus one evening out so it brings me up to exactly a seven. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what luck! Uh, Beck has uh like a couple rolls of stickers in her lunchbox and she takes out like a really corny. Uh, like hugs not drugs sticker and starts charging it with power uh, but is sort of like physically overcome by like one of the um, zombified folks and I think Flint is just able to grab the magic sticker and slap it on the person's forehead uh, to see if the banishment takes place okay choose a glitch oh the glitch we gotta draw immediate unwelcome attention. Whether it's from bystanders seeing weird shit or it's just more whacked out people. It gets worse. Yeah. Oh, no. The sky where in this sort of street that you're on right now alights. There is this streak, this like orange super fast movement 
uh, that goes through the city. And we see window after window along the street break, 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 and these great explosions inward uh, as we see awnings and uh, car tops and things catch fire. People freak out, uh, thinking there's been some sort of gas explosion or something. Something going on caused these like mass burnings uh, as they start to run away. The citizenry is going to do the safe thing right now, which is leave. Um, but Constance is on fire. And it's a big one. But brief comfort as this sticker is tapped to the forehead of this complete total stranger. They look at you. What's going on? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. And they start to like look like they're about to pass out, but they look cognizant, which is more important than anything else, I think, here. How do you respond to them? I kind of just want to just like shake this person by the shoulders and just like point in the direction that a lot of the bystanders are are just running away and just tell them to run. I don't think this requires anything. Yeah, I don't really want to try to complicate it by offering them a lie. Just get out of here. (laughs) Uh, They're they're in a burning building. I don't, they are a human being who will reasonably leave when when possible. Uh, But I do think they pick up on the fact that there are other people who aren't doing that. Um, this this worked, but there are going to be some people here who are still trying to hold you in. They do not care for their own safety or life. What the thing that is making them do this also doesn't care. And I think you can pick up on the fact that it thinks that you'll try to save them or something, and so you'll stay here until you do. It's trying to basically get you to stay here and die in a fire. Are the zombified people also in the burning building or are they just outside a bunch of them are coming towards it they're not like waiting outside in like a huddle they are genuinely trying to get to you and hold you down okay i don't think there's any clear indication that they know how to fight or if they've been given like superhuman strength or anything like that they don't have any superpowers they're just innocent people uh or just unwearing citizens controlled by this thing and that alone uh, makes them dangerous because you can't just cut their head off you can't just kick them out I mean, oh, I guess you could. Never mind. I take that back. You could cut their heads off if you want to. It comes a different show. Uh, it comes a different show. I, I will prioritize getting out of the burning building. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a little act under pressure. I want to use Bottle It Up uh, to give myself an additional one forward. <laughs> uh, those are rookie numbers. You gotta bump those up. <laughs> Ooh, didn't even need it. That's an 11. 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can successfully, like, escape their grasp here and get out into the um, out into the streets. The streets are on fire. It's hot. You can breathe smoke right now because you still have that spell active. Hell yeah. Um, so you are physically comfortable, I think, right now. But, like, it's not getting any easier. The situation isn't just resolving itself by people getting out into the streets. Right. I mean, well, I mean, the fact that people could be dying in the buildings is, but you know what I mean. Like, the fire's still going. Flint, what are you up to? Uh, Flint's following Beck out of the building at the same time, just, like, sending out the word help on his fucking... Communicator? uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! dual-disc communicator. (laughs) Uh, you get a call. Talk to me. 
Uh, citizens, glassy-eyed, burning buildings, something's in the sky. Uh, faster, Flint, faster. Oh, f- fuck, town's, uh, town's in trouble. Something's in the sky. I need eyes in the sky. Okay. And uh, I think you can tell that he probably can figure out your coordinates. Because you literally have a walkie-talkie device to him. Yeah. That seems fair. Um, And yeah. Uh, Give me a little uh, manipulated person to get him to divert resources to you and not the overarching threat. Oh, I'm great at this. Oh, actually I am. Even with my minus one, I get a seven. Don't you have um, See It All Fits Together? Not yet. Oh, right. Uh, great. Uh, then, yeah, seven. Uh, you have to do something right now to prove you mean it, that this is this is something that's worth diverting their their resources towards, that this is an important thing to do right now. You have to do something. It's hard to do something to someone that I'm not in person with. You always, you always run into that whenever you do phone calls. Yeah. Gotta start FaceTiming everybody. <laughs> is sending a picture doing something? Or is that be. still too based in communication? Can you shoot off a flare gun? Let me roll preparedness to see if I have anything to, like, sure. send him coordinates, uh, to show him coordinates. That's a 10, so preparedness would say I do have a flare gun. Sure. So I fucking reach into my bag of preparedness and fire a flare in the sky. I like that it's bag of preparedness. That's great. <laughs> uh, you fire a flare into the sky, and we see Hell yeah. uh, from what looks like a fire watch tower uh, uh, from behind uh, Cole with a, like a cigar and a uh, like an array of like a conspiracy board style thing in front of them. Shit. And yeah, you can safely assume that Hector's going to do something about this. Yeah, just uh, tell me what the fuck's flying up there. Just shattered a bunch of windows and shit. And it's got people acting crazy. And I hang up and try to get the bike started and get back to get on it. For sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think we see from the perspective of like just general citizens running around. Uh, we see just like a complete and total stranger through their eyes looking back at that scene that they that had just watched where all of the like a city streets worth of windows just imploded. Uh, and they don't just see like a firework. They aren't exactly sure what they saw, but they. It looks kind of like a bird of some kind. And they don't know how to place it. And they don't know if this is a thing to, that's safe to say to other people. And so they keep running. But the thing didn't stop. There's still fire everywhere, there's still people acting crazy. No one knows what to do. What do you two do? I think Vec is just frantically trying to cast the banishment smell as many times as possible. Uh, even though it it kind of feels like bringing salt to the ocean and like maybe she should get on the bike and leave. What is What is Vec's overall plan here? I, I do think that on some level they're not thinking strategically or not seeing the whole picture. So they are just kind of like they have 
stickers in one hand and uh, nunchucks in the other so they can kind of like ward off the glassy-eyed people while they're like trying to slap the stickers on them to cast the same spell over and over again. So they're just kind of running into the horde. Okay. And and Flint, what are you doing at this time? Flint is on the bike revving the engine, being like, Beck, we gotta get out of here. I can get like two more. I, I mean... Alright, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna drive a block... Stop there. The first one to catch up, you're going to hit. We're going to drive a block. Stop there. The first one to catch up, you're going to hit. They're running at us at different speeds. But what if it spreads? What if they, like, pass uh, it on? Quick quick note. Uh, Beck, Chuck talks about this technique all the time. This is a technique that samurai use to face down many enemies. <laughs> yes, it is. I, You know, I think from Beck's perspective, the audience... Uh, sees uh like a flashback or even a sort of like where the camera's turned on flint and it like glitches uh to chuck hayes and then it glitches back it's like oh <laughs> god damn it all right i love it okay this so i'm gonna do this flint roll me act under pressure beck use give me reuse magic and it's gonna be kind of a flat bit here so we don't overrun it okay and it's just sort of like the stakes are higher. If you're really well, great. If you're really bad, worse. Do That's I still get a plus one forward from Mystic? Yeah, because that was the last thing you did was magic, right? Yep. No, the last thing you did was act under pressure. Oh, it was. So I now. I was banishing the person. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Flat roll. And I'm at the flat minus one again, right? Mm-hmm. Seven. Mm, do I also have a minus one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a six then. Uh, Flint, you could help out if you, but if you uh, fail, then it gets everything gets worse. Plus one, minus one, so nine to help out. Okay, uh, you expose yourself to the danger, but you do help, bringing it up to a six. Uh, Beck, choose a glitch, and whatever it is is shared with Flint. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and we'll we'll kind of hash this out as it goes. Uh. I'm, I say immediate, unwelcome attention, or problematic side effect. Can we say keeper's choice? Uh, Matt, if you had to choose between those two, what would you rather have? Because you are also going to succumb to whatever this effect is. Oh. Definitely unwelcome detention, because that, that feels like we're putting the danger on us and not, and not risking putting the danger on the people we're saving. It all just—it also just looks absolutely buck wild. For <laughs> like, sure, constantly like stopping a bike, hitting someone with a sticker. Okay, uh, Matt, I think you have a very clear idea in your head of what this looks like. So go ahead and describe it for me, and back hit me with what the magic looks like, and I'll narrate what the what the problem effect is out of that. Sure. So, uh, and you can you can kind of lightly control the NPCs here of like doing following yeah. your kind of idea. When when Flint was digging through the road flare, the first couple things he found were just a couple bottle rockets. So what he does is he speeds down the street, lights a bottle rocket, waits for the uh, crazed people, one of them to catch up so Beck can uh, hit him with the magic, drives the bike down, bottle rockets to signal them again, and just one by one. Lovely, lovely. And Beck, the magic looks like? Uh, I think Beck has uh like pulled out the roll of like silly stickers like it's a goddamn ninja scroll and is just perched on like the back of the bike uh 
And every time, like, they stop, she just, like, flies out, kind of slams it against, like, their forehead or something. Usually, like, grabs, like, a street pole to, like, swing back around and then jumps back onto the bike. And if it wasn't, like, you know, A-plus stickers, it would look very cool. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, we see, basically, like, a string of people, like, kind of loosely passing out of the streets. Like, you could follow it back. Uh, and it doesn't look super <laughs> good for them or healthy, but, you know, uh, they seem to be relatively okay. Uh, however, uh, as you are uh, racing down the streets here, driving away at max speed, uh, you can see overhead this, like, incredibly fast orange streak now clearly chasing you down the roads. And the air is getting just hotter. And this is, you know... Cajun territory. It's hot already. It's muggy already. And so now it's getting just like unbearable, basically following you wherever you go. And if you slow down for a second beyond this point, it will engage you for sure. You see uh, the camera kind of looks at you from the front as you are riding down the city streets, veering between cars uh, as uh, with, you know, back on back and like ready to swing off uh, telephone poles and stuff here. Uh, as we see high in the sky behind you, this, like, great streaking, fiery falcon on its way after you. How big is it? Like, to get a sense Huge. of scale. Okay. Uh, bigger than you are. Like, unreasonably, uh, like, not allowed to be this large. Now, like, the size of a car? That's not unreasonable as a, okay. as a comparison. But yeah, fucking wow. Huge. Uh, and I guess what is evident here to the audience is that there are not there's not one threat or two. There are three. Some sort of mesmerizing avian creature, this fiery falcon, and a comet in the sky. Things are going to hell in a handbasket very quickly in Constance, and someone is clearly trying to profit off of that. This is what happens when you use luck. Yeah, everything comes back to bite you in the ass. It's just stowing the problem for later. Fast life, baby! <laughs> 